The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And welcome into the EP Podcast. My name is Chris Lanuti, and you are welcome to sit down here at my nine-foot homemade oak bar right here in my basement in Evergreen Park for 30 minutes of good. That is the EP Podcast. We've got a lot going on today. Going to have some fun. Every time you hear of us, remember that we are brought to you proudly by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park for the last couple of years, in fact. And we are fortunate to be brought to you by them. You need a bank you can rely on, one that knows this community and provides customized accounts and offers just for this area. Count on the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. It's in that iconic building at 95th and Pulaski, locally based community bank committed to the people and businesses right here. And now when you open up a total access checking account, you get a $300 bonus. Open an account, get 300 extra dollars. That might help you with the gas prices. They're killing me these days. Any way you can get a little bit of extra money, this is a way to do it. Go to bankevergreenpark.com slash total access slash EP. $100 required to open, requirements to qualify, must use link to apply, member FDIC. Before we get into our first guest, and we've got a couple of them here on the show today. I was struck this weekend by something that I wanted to share with you. It was a busy weekend, first off. Uh, Friday night, I was in the American Legion. I saw that somebody won at least a partial win on Queen of Hearts. It's not the amount of money that was there last week, but it's still over $10,000, and I'm sure it will grow some more. Get in there on Wednesday nights. You might win a big, big cash prize playing Queen of Hearts every Wednesday over at the American Legion. And they've got great entertainment on Saturday nights. I was in there on Friday because Saturday I had to run around with one of my other podcasts, Southside Pod. I hit a couple of breweries, covered an event out in Blue Island, really busy. Sunday, I finally got to relax a little bit. And the only thing I really had to do on Sunday was Sunday Mass. Most Holy Redeemer went to 11 o'clock Mass, as I always do. And it was the May crowning. Now, if you're not familiar with what a May crowning is, just a little ceremony before the actual church service begins. It's in honor of Mary. May is the month for Mary in the Catholic Church. And they do a thing where, you know, the kids come up, they put flowers up there, they put a little crown on top of the statue. It's very nice. It takes about like 10 minutes before the actual service begins. And every year, Redeemer has the kids that just made their first communion, and they had a group over this weekend that did that. Congratulations to them. And the eighth graders that are about to graduate and also had their confirmation this year, they all get dressed up in their suits and their very nice dresses, and they participate in that little ceremony at the beginning of the Mass. Now, my second child uh, is in the eighth grade, and Dominic, you know, had his suit on, and he took part in the May crowning thing. It was very nice. And I'm sitting there inside of a church, a packed church where after the mass is over and after the ceremony is over, they're handing out like donuts and coffee and juice and all the neighbors are standing there in the back of the church and everybody's talking, everybody's smiling. Spring is upon us, even though it's been cold some days and we get the rain, but it's just like the whole community's out. People are laughing and smiling and talking. And it struck me that two years earlier, I was at the May crowning at Most Holy Redeemer. And I was one of seven people, I think, in the church. There was the priest, there were a handful of eighth grade girls. There was a teacher supervising and there was me filming it because we couldn't even go inside the building two years ago. 
And that was when my daughter was graduating and when she would have had that little ceremony. And it was this pared down thing where her and just a couple of her classmates were the only ones allowed inside the church to do a quick May crowning. They were probably breaking some mandate at that point, even being in the building, just to do the little service and film everything for people that were still sitting in their homes. And I thought to myself, like, what an amazing difference from two years ago where I sat inside of an empty church and we didn't even know what we were dealing with. And to be back, it just felt like you were just back. It was one of those things that reminds you that you're back. And it just struck me. It was such a great feeling to just sit there and see something come back to normal that I remember when I filmed that two years ago, I was sitting there thinking to myself, one, this is sad, two, this is scary, and three, when will this end? So it was awesome to see them have their first, like, full-on, everybody there, everything back to normal, May crowning with, like, that was the first time they had refreshments in the back of the church in over two years. It was incredible to me, just a really heartwarming thing, and it was awesome, and I think we're all starting to see these things, all these little things that are making us feel good because we're finally doing them 100% again. Like we're finally getting to do all these little things and we're remembering that it's been a while since we've been able to do it. And that may be the theme of this show today. This is the EP Podcast, found everywhere. Podcasts can be found and always at theeppodcast.com. Brendan Reedy's sitting down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar. This is your first time on the show. How are you? It is. I'm doing well, thanks. Can you believe that? Can you believe those two? Are, are graduating and on their way to high school. I mean, like, do you feel old when you look at these kids at this point? Because that's my second kid. Dominic's my second. I don't know yeah. what Harper is. Harper, uh, she's, a, she's my oldest. She's but, your oldest. Yeah. That, that gets you. Because I remember when Audrey left, I was like, holy cow, I got a high schooler. It, it fly, you know, it flies by. Uh, but yeah, it makes you feel old at the same time. Again, it's it's nine years now yeah. going back to kindergarten. I still feel like I'm in my late 20s, maybe early 30s. That's what I think. It's not true, but I think that, <laughs> you know, I think that I get I've got too much gray to, to, right. to remember that. I move the hair around and I go, you know, it looks good still. It's still up there. I got friends of mine that don't have any, so I'm doing OK. You know, it might be thinning, <laughs> but it's going OK. All right. So Brennan's running the Most Holy Redeemer trivia night, which is finally back in full force. And thank God, because during the pandemic, they tried to do this at home trivia thing, which I didn't think was going to work. And I sat out. I got to be honest with you. I sat out in my mind, having an at home trivia event when you can look up anything on your phone in 30 seconds just seemed like it was right for like cheating. I don't want to accuse anybody of cheating, but I was not dropping $500 a table to do it at home. So I'm glad we're back in the room. I expect high security. I want phones thrown in the bag. Phones in the basket, middle of the table. No yeah. cheating. This is your first time doing it though, right? This is our first time running it. Yeah. So we've, we, uh, thanks to the, the team that's done it the last four or five years. They did it for a long time. They did. I remember they were down here. They came down here every year. This is one of the big events and, and it's going to be the first time that it's done in the spring. And normally it's like a February event, right? But the, the group that did it before every year, down here at the EP podcast. And every year they would be like, I think this is our last year. And every year it didn't happen. And I remember the year of the pandemic, they just had had it. I remember going to it and the world shut down maybe a couple of weeks later. And I remember them saying, we're done. They actually got up and told everybody like, this is the end. Thank And everybody applauded them for the years that they had run it. And they were going to hand it off to somebody else. And then who was going to take it over in the middle of, the last couple of years. So they kept going. They ended up with that. Yeah. They, their, their final year was the at home, but yeah. uh, do, you, yeah. do you recall the, the last year in the gym, the table, one table 
dressed up as the coronavirus. Remember yeah, as a joke. The, as a joke. Because it was brand new. Right. You get to dress up and the and the funniest table wins points. Right. That they get to add something to the like score. A, yeah. And yeah. at the time, coronavirus was something that like three people had in China. And it was like, everybody was just like, ah, I'm the coronavirus. And one, like, t- one table decorated yeah. their, their table with a bunch of Corona bottles. And yeah, yeah it was definitely. Yeah, little uh, did we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine, imagine. No, no one dress up as the coronavirus right. this year. Imagine that. going back in time and looking at that. Yeah. You know, that's like one of those, woo, these right. people don't know what's coming. <laughs> they have no idea. All right. So how it started, how it ended, you know, so. <laughs> All right. So you guys are going to be hosting this thing. It's, it's a really cool event. It's 500 bucks a table, but you got 10 people at the table. So you can split this up. And when you think to yourself, 50 bucks a person, it's crazy. There are trivia nights at a lot of schools in the area. And it's still a cash bar, right? There's no food. There's, uh, you know, uh, this one you're handled. Baracos is bringing pizza to the table, right? And one of the big ones. They're gonna feed the whole table, right? Right. There's free beer, or not free beer, but it's part of your price. Beer, wine, pop, all the good stuff is included in the price. So it's basically a, you know, show up and you know, if if this is what you're into, you want to hit the bar about twelve times. 50 bucks becomes a pretty good deal for this event, right? Without a doubt. Yep. And uh, oftentimes people, if there's something special they like to drink, uh, oftentimes people bring extras for their table. Oh, yeah. um, There'll be a know. bottle of bourbon on the Lanuda right. table. Right. Yeah. There's no uh, nobody working the door to make sure you're not bringing anything out, <laughs> any outside goods in. So, All right. So you get in there, you get your table, and then you guys put on a show, or I'm expecting a show. It's been a show for years and years and years. You get up there. And it's not just, here's a question, answer the question. You have had celebrities jump on. Joe Creedy of the White Sox has been on there before. Uh, Steve Dahl, radio guy, asked a question one time where I was the answer, which I thought was hysterical, and they caught me by surprise, and I didn't know it was coming, which was You got that one wrong, didn't you? No, I got it right. (laughs) Uh, Trust me, if anybody can talk about me, it's me, Brennan. Okay, so I got it right. But you guys have all kinds of little surprises during it. You keep it interesting. Is that going to happen this year? It is. Yeah, we're we're trying to again. That that previous team really set a uh, a, a great roadmap for us to follow. So we're trying to keep up. Um, you know what we've done in the past. Um, like you said, going to be a lot of uh, tricks. There's a, a split the pot with the table. Um, big big opportunity to win some money there. Uh, we're going to have some points for sale uh, with each round. A little different than maybe we've done in the past. Um, we've got Steve Seiss, who's going to be the MC, taking over for Tom Winstead. Uh, very excited for that front. And, uh, yeah, happy to be back. Are you still doing a thing where you reward the big winner for each round? Like each round gets something. Cause I remember I won a hundred sliders from White Castle in round two. And I was the most popular person in the room because I was just handing out food to people in the middle of the thing. Like, uh, are we are we doing that kind of fun stuff, too? We do. We've got a couple of surprises. Nothing ready to announce. But we've got a couple of things uh, for each you. round. Look at and, you holding you know, it close to the vest. Exactly. We want, you know, you want to see what's happening. You got to show up. Uh, it's trivia on May the 13th. It doors open. It looks like it's 730. Eight o'clock. Trivia begins. The bar's open. It's part of the price. You get your 10 people, you sit down inside of the Most Holy Redeemer gym, and it's almost like a show. It's a couple of hours. It is. You, you, you get your gonna, money's worth. Yeah, you, you're, you're going to ask questions for like one round. You're going to take 20 minutes off and people are going to mingle. Right. You're going to go back and do that four times or so. Right, whatever. there's four rounds. Right. You're yep. going to have your big finale, and you put, the, you put all the stats up on the screen. So people are keeping track of how they're doing, and I... 
I try my hardest not to look like I care, but I care because Team Lanuti has won this before. And we've come in you second have. place a few times, just short. All right. So, like, this is our grand return to this thing. And I know I'll be running up and looking at it. How competitive does this get? You know, you'd be surprised. And, and usually it's after about that second round where the, the, the top starts to separate itself. Uh, everyone else sometimes then starts having a good time and taking advantage of the free beers. But it, it definitely gets competitive. Yeah. Uh, you know, every year there's a final round, a kind of final jeopardy. Bet, bet how many points you want to you know, we'll give you a category. You get to bet your points um, to see who comes out on top. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a big big opportunity. Um, on top of just the the um, bas or the the questions, the trivia, we've also um, going to have lots of baskets for uh, raffles and um, items to bid on uh, for silent raffles, that kind of thing. So, oh, are um, they doing the silent raffles? Uh, well, oh, like what those. we've done before with the, okay. the different baskets. Both of these of bar giveaways. signs are from this trivia event. Oh, there you go. No, they really are. The nice. the Budweiser American Ale, which they don't even make anymore, which sits behind the bar, big neon sign. And I have a Bud Light Lollapalooza sign. They were those silent auction right. things. Right. And I remember when people were going to bid, they thought that the signs weren't part of the prize. And I realized that the signs were part of the prize. And whew, I, I yeah. walked away with some signs. And that's what we have here behind the bar. But let me talk a little bit about tips for people. Yep. And you, you, I want to read you a little bit here, Brian. Oh, I want right, to kind of figure out whether or not I'm right about a few things. First of all, Catholic school. And there's always religious questions. Should I know what kind of churches exist or what kind of schools exist around the South Side? I feel like that's always a thing. Just as a general rule of thumb as a South Sider, yes, you should know all of those things. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it there. All right. And then, and then I figure it's on Friday the 13th. So I'm going to dust up on my Jason, my Friday the 13th, and my superstitions. Am I crazy to do that? Uh, you know, I, I, no comment. We'll leave it there. No comment. But I love this. I love this. You're, I've done you're putting this, me on the spot here. I've done you're this gonna, every organizer. No wonder, I try to no out wonder you finish second or first every year. You've got <laughs> yeah. the team down here. You're grilling them for, you know, category questions beforehand. Yeah, but people are listening to the podcast. They're getting a little bit of an The EP podcast, I like the EP podcast to be some sort of an advantage for here people go. that are going into it. Okay. So if you're listening right now, you instantly have an advantage over those that did not listen because you 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 could hear the inflection in Brendan's voice. <laughs> you know I'm dead on about this stuff. Okay, uh, I, I I was I actually guessed with that group that year that I was the answer to a question. Oh really? Like oh my god, they all blushed at the bar. I had four of them at the <laughs> bar, and I said, "Am I the answer to a question?" And all four of them just immediately like they were so upset that I said that on the show. So I mean, if you listen to this show, it helps you at trivia night. Okay, so the 13th of May. 500 bucks, what's the deadline, and how do you get into it? So you can get in uh, by May 6th, Friday, May 6th. Uh, drop your check off with your table uh, names. Do to, I do it at the school, the church? You can do it at your house. Place. What do I do? Uh, uh, the rectory or the school. So okay. you can send that check in with your kids if they're at Redeemer, or uh, you can swing by the rectory and drop it off there. And it's not just a Redeemer event. I always Correct. try to tell people this. Like, Correct. Holy Redeemer is just one entity in in Evergreen Park, but they do have a lot of really interesting events. The barbecue bash that happens in September is such a big deal. It's a huge event. Great event. You get big crowd, big bands, and people say, okay, Redeemer, I don't have a kid there. I can't go. That's not the case. No, okay. not at all. This is open to the public. Anyone is welcome. Uh, the more, the merrier. Yeah. And, and so the same thing here with the trivia. Get in there. If you if you think you know stuff, and, and I always find it funny how people like 
get their teams together. There's always a table full of teachers, right? And they're always doing really well early on when you get a literature question. But but the whole thing is you have to have like one teacher on your team. Like on my team, there'll be one teacher. There'll be one idiot savant who knows everything. There'll be one sports nut. There'll be one guy who's good at movies. Like I, I diversify my team. And that's why we do so well. You have to have somebody who can right. handle all these different things, not just have 10 teachers at the table, right? Right. And the, again, the categories with with uh, four rounds, several different categories per round, you know, you've got to know a little bit of everything. It is a, a great trivia, you know, uh, trivial pursuit type of a uh, night. Are you getting bribed? Are there people who have figured out you're doing this? I remember the last group that did this. We're not, but they maybe, we're, maybe we're people. not broadcasting that enough. I'm, I'm open to, uh, you know... That's that's the first I've heard, but uh, you know maybe we need to start thinking about that. There you go, Brendan Reedy. He's in the neighborhood. Hunt him down. Maybe you get some answers <laughs> to some questions. Uh, I do not believe that I am an answer this year, but I am pretty sure that Friday the Thirteenth is an important thing to know about, seeing as how it's going to be on May the Thirteenth. Brennan is shaking his head in disgust because I've ruined <laughs> something. And uh, remember, this thing is going to be on uh, May the 13th. You got to get your money in by the 6th. It's 500 bucks a table, the beer, the wine, the food, and a pizza from Baracos, all included in this for your table and an awful lot of fun. It lasts a couple of hours. It's a great night out, and uh, a lot of people get together. It's just really a fun night in the gym over at Most Holy Redeemer. And Brennan, good luck to you and your group. Thank because, you. Because uh, this is your first year doing it. I'm sure you're going to learn a few things, and uh, and and just remember this: just because somebody comes up and they're angry because they think they got the right answer, you just shut them down without a doubt. And good luck to you and your team. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service—these are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial Representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. It is now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard, and Cool Clouds is trying to help you cut down. They have an alternative. Check out their full taster bar. They also have amazing CBD products available inside of their Evergreen Park establishment, 3837 West 95th Street in the EP, or visit coolcloudsvapor.com. This past Friday morning, I was hanging at the Golden Griddle for breakfast, with members of the Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce. We had an awful lot of fun. They are having another big event this Wednesday night. I will be there. Come on out and join us. A business after hours, May 4th, 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. Right here in the EP. If you want to go out and mingle, it's free. Check out evergreenparkchamber.org. The Evergreen Park Baseball Club is having an eat and earn this week at Pappy's. 15% of your order going directly to that league. We've had the league in here before. They do great work. It starts off the day this episode comes out on Monday, the 2nd of May, and runs through this Sunday, the 8th. If you want to support the EPBC, just mention them when you make an order. 
The Village of Evergreen Park is having a blood drive Saturday, May 7th, 9 a.m. until 1.30 at the Evergreen Park Senior Center, 9547 South Homan. If you would like to schedule a donation time, 800-280-4102. Sponsor code is CS20. Appointments are required and a photo ID. The Village has also announced the launch of a new summer internship, LEAD EPE. The internship will provide students with the opportunity to see how local government operates and provide training and resources to them to help further their careers. If you are a graduating senior in high school or a college freshman or sophomore, you are eligible to apply. It is a paid internship, 15 to 18 hours per week, and it kicks off on June the 13th, running through the end of July. You only have until the 18th of May to get your application in. If you want to do that, go to evergreenpark-ill.com. And Girl Scout Troop 65101 of Evergreen Park is doing a cleanup, meet up to clean up is what it's called, on Saturday, May the 7th at 2 p.m. They'll be going around Veterans Park at 97th Place in California, Circle Park by the Community Center, and Duffy Park at 92nd in Millard, cleaning up. And they will provide gloves and bags for collecting. If you have any questions, I'm going to give you an email address, gsdaisy65101 at gmail.com. That's your word on the street. We've been getting all kinds of people trying to get events out, tell us about things that are coming up. If you want to do that, reach out to us through the EP Podcast website. Leave us a voicemail or just send us a message. All you have to do is go to theeppodcast.com. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. Open Outcry, 109th and Western. We are here every couple of weeks, and uh, we're hanging out with John Brand. How are you, buddy? My man, what's going on? I'm enjoying this beer. Let's talk about this right away, because this, I was telling you when I started drinking it, you're like, do you like this beer? And I said, this is one of the premier beers in all the breweries that I walk into. I mean, not only, I mean, you hear me talk to you on the EP podcast, but listeners who know that... I have other podcasts, including Southside Pod, where I go all over the Southside, all these different breweries, and I try all their different beers and stuff like that. And I told you, this is one of the premier beers. It's your barrel-aged dark pool. So it's a it's a stout. It's a Russian Imperial, if I'm not mistaken. And it has it's bourbon barrel-aged. And it is just heads and tails above pretty much anything else that I'm getting around here. And I always tell you, like, I know you love your speculator. Your speculator is your baby. You love it. But I'm always like, man, never forget the barrel-aged dark pool because people would pay big money for this. Beer geeks. Dark pool, our Russian Imperial Stout, has been a beer we've been brewing since we've been open, which is coming up on five years, by the way. We continue to refine it and make improvements to it over over time. The other cool thing about that beer is that we, we've, we've had this, since we've opened, we've had this partnership with Journeyman Distillery out of Southwest Michigan, where we get their bourbon barrels wet when they, after they dump the bourbon, we bring them back to Chicago, and then we time it with pulling the dark pool out of the tanks and putting them into the barrels, and we age, we age them for anywhere between nine and 13 months, so they sit on that wood and in that, in that bourbon for a long time. It, it is a, 
it's a decadent beer. It's fun to drink. It's 12%, so you got to be careful when you drink it. But uh, the feedback on that beer generally is pretty good. And it, it, it's two of my favorite things. I love stouts. I've always been a big stout drinker, and I, I, I am more of a Russian Imperial than the Irish stout type drinker, but I, I like them both. And I love bourbon. There's always one or two bottles, uh, you know, like a fancy one and one where I'm like, oh, I'm just getting some bourbon and I really don't care kind of bottle behind the bar. Those are the two things that I probably know the most about. So I understand when you're sitting here talking about the barrels, like that there's a different kind of char that every distillery has and that it's important that the barrel is still wet and you're bringing it back and that you're, you're packaging it and you're getting, you're getting that flavor that comes off of it. Because there are people who just figure, okay, I can just throw any beer inside of a barrel and make it taste good because people get excited about the bourbon barrel thing. But yours mixes very well with the flavor of the bourbon that you get from Journeyman. Yeah, thank you. And that's um, that's due to the skill and the talent of the brewers that we have working here. In fact, Eric and I, Eric, our head brewer, Eric, just we just sat down earlier this week and we're sitting on about 50 barrels right now and we're trying to come up with what our release plan is going to be for the next through the summer and through the fall and what adjuncts we're going to be using that with that like what fun things will we be introducing into these beers in terms of whether it's coconut or i've seen maple syrup lately and i don't know sometimes i feel like i'm just I'm just drinking maple syrup. You got to be careful with that. We've tried maple syrup here before. It was fun. People liked it. Yeah, we, we're, we're those type of creative, the Mexican chocolate, those types of things. Those are good. Yeah, we'll, we'll be we'll be experimenting with those again this summer. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, we're a couple of weeks away, I would imagine, from the official opening of the patio. But I would imagine you have people that are already itching to get up there because we've had a couple, uh, you know, in the middle of the cold days and the rainy days, we've had a couple of really nice days. Uh, so I would imagine you're pumped up about that. Uh, very much. We've already started the seasonal work that we typically do up there in terms of cleaning and planting flowers and uh, and, and maintenance issue, maintenance uh, corrections. Uh, big news. One of the things we are doing this year, again, to try to continue to make incremental improvements to the way we serve our guests every year is uh, we're, we're putting a bar upstairs. So we're putting a bar upstairs. I love you. Yeah, thank God. I've been sitting around. That's the one thing that you're missing up there is a bar up there. I may never leave. I may just show up. It's like, it'd be like, where's Chris Lanuti? Chris Lanuti's on the roof of Open Outcry. Like that, like at least three days a week. Well, we put up, we, we will there be stools at the bar where I can sit at the bar outside? As a matter of fact, there will be a few stools, not a lot, but there will be a few up there. It'll be mostly a service bar. We, we, we collect data here and I have historically tried to measure accurately what our average ticket times are to get beer from the bar downstairs up the stairs and on the table in front of somebody from the time you place the order until it's put on the table and you know that's a long distance there's a lot of logistics there to get that get that liquid upstairs and we've always known that this was something we needed to do we couldn't do it during the pandemic uh but now that the, now that it's over we're going to make that investment and we're actually working on that we're going to start we're going to start that next week, as a matter of fact. Is it all the beers that are downstairs would be available upstairs? I don't think so. And I think it's going to be a limited cocktail menu as well. But the, but the idea is if we put the main beers and the main cocktails upstairs, that is going to take pressure off the bar downstairs and uh, dramatically decrease ticket times to get drinks on tables upstairs. I, I can't wait for this. Yeah, yeah, my, my face, I'm sure you saw it, lit up when you said rooftop bar. Like this is this is 
this is what I've always wanted. If I could convince my wife to put another level on the house, half of the house would have like another bedroom in it, and then the other half would be like a rooftop patio where I could put an outdoor bar on it. I love rooftop bars. If you, do, I'll come over and help you build that if you decide to do that. All right, done deal. A- exactly. All right, so you've also had some warm days. Okay, in the past couple of weeks, you've had some big ones. There was a Saturday a couple of weeks ago where I was out and everything was slammed. And I remember thinking to myself, like, this is what life was like before the world went upside down a few years ago. What was it like here and what did it feel like? Well, you you just took the words out of my mouth. We were um, on some of those warm days. it, it, It feels like it's starting to feel normal again. Right. And. Uh, that one Saturday in particular where it was, I think, did we have a record that day? It was like 80 degrees out. It was like 80 degrees on a Saturday. Everybody with a motorcycle was riding around the south side and the breweries were filled. In mid-April. And um, we were all standing around, like we worked our tails off that day to try to, to, to try to get provide everyone with good service. But we were all looking around at each other with smiles on our face because it was like, finally. Finally, it feels like like this is what we remember and this is why we are in this business and this is this is what um this that that feeling and that momentum that we had before uh COVID-19 it was it just felt really good it reminded us what this place was what this place does for folks to come in and they're looking for great services and great experiences with that crowd and that energy and we experienced that again on that Saturday and it felt really really good you're like Evergreen Park's official brewery even though you're outside of Evergreen Park and and I love your place uh but Evergreen Park excited about the fact that the 4th of July parade is coming up here and they're going to be having it the Friday of that weekend and it was announced last week officially finally on the EP podcast during an interview that I will be the MC of said parade so I will be sitting there on 95th street announcing the floats broadcasting to the public out there and recording some of it for the podcast are you thinking of being in this parade or do you want to sit next to me and bring me some beer while I'm broadcasting I'm excited to hear that I didn't know that you were the MC if I wasn't I submitted my application to Mayor Burke last week or two weeks ago to drive the open outcry 1948 Ford F5 through the parade so um we're in the parade so i will not be able to sit next to you and drink ice cold speculators i'm sorry about that but i'll be on the truck so we are going to be in the parade and i'm excited for that i'll be announcing you when you go by maybe you'll be early on you can park the truck come back and finish off the parade with me that'd be kind of fun yeah that'd be great if (laughs) if you'll have me of course i would have you 109th and westerns where open outcry is they have an incredible upstairs the, the patio is spectacular, and now I'm I'm hearing there's going to be eventually a bar up there, so I'm all excited about it. Uh, and, and, of course, great beer, great food, uh, a great guy here in John Brand who, even though he's over on Western Avenue in, in Beverly, not only is great for the Beverly and Morgan Park neighborhood, but does an awful lot in Evergreen Park. And I can't wait to see at all these festivals and these events and the parade and wherever else you're going to pop up this year. It's a great neighborhood. It's a great community. Community and I'm glad that we're part of it. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And it's in the books. 
Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.